0: Love and light, beautiful souls. I am Goddess Lydra, and this is Holistic Healing with a Goddess Vibe Spirit Cast. Gratitude for tuning into another week of hashtag Women Inspiring Women Wednesdays. This week we have author and publisher Brandy Hunt sharing how she's an inspiration in her community, how she brings balance into her everyday life along with her purpose and wise words of wisdom and healing. So if you would go ahead grab your bottle of water Or your bottle of wine. Whichever one's going to allow you to be present in the moment. And enjoy this week's spirit cast. By the way, if you yourself are an inspiring woman. Or if you know an inspiring woman. And you think that it would be awesome for them to share this platform. And share that with the world. Please reach out to me at holistichealinggodis at gmail.com or you can message me on Facebook happen, at know. god is Lystra. sit back relax and vibe with us All right and we are live Love and light, beautiful souls. I am Goddess Lydra, and this is another episode of Hashtag Women, Inspiring Women Wednesdays. This week, we have author Brandy Hunt. Um, we're going to wait a few minutes and get some people to jump on our live, and then we'll get into our interview. Um, Brandy, if you want to share it on your page to get some people to chime in. Done. All right.
1: Shared a couple of different places. So,
0: okay. All right. So, we have one viewer here. We'll go ahead and get started. All right, Brandy. So just a few questions. Women Inspiring Women Wednesdays. First, I do want to thank you so much for joining me and taking this opportunity to share with the world what it is that you do in your community. So thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Um, Jumping right into it. The first question that I have is, can you tell us about who you are and what kind of work you do um, in the community? Absolutely. For first of
1: all, thank you for having me here. Uh, what people probably don't know is we go way, 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 way back to when we was little. We still little.
0: <laughs> yeah, we are.
1: <laughs> the one thing I'm grateful for is that we don't look a day over, I would probably say about 30. We stopped at 30 and I'm grateful for it. I don't even know how old you are, but um, I'm always grateful that, you know, when I see people that we grew up in, when I say we grew up, we grew up in Christ together. We learn, we, we learn how to navigate our early twenties together, you know, we have so much, um, you know, to be grateful for, and um, I'm for people who don't know, I am author and publisher Brandy Hunt. I am a mother of a 20, 20 year old getting ready to be 21 year old daughter. I am a leader. I'm a, a domestic violence survivor. I am a advocate for a purpose. I am a, a corporate trainer in the corporate field. Um, so I teach people how to navigate uh, leadership development in corporate settings. I think that's, oh, and I'm also a certified life coach.
0: Uh, go ahead, Brandy. <laughs> So, as you mentioned, we we do go way back. Like we've known each other for a very long time. So, um, this is actually me catching up and learning more about where you are and in your space in life as well, not just with other people. So, this is like so awesome. I'm, I'm proud of you. That is amazing
1: thank you thank you
0: all right um so i do want to jump into what you do a little bit more so can you tell us like what are the benefits of what you do and um and how you help those in the community in the community sure i mean so using you know years ago
1: i'm pretty sure you remember all the crazy stuff that i went through um i don't know how much of my personal life you knew about but back in the early i would probably say 2000, so 2009, 2010, um, I went through a really bad divorce in, in violence, it, which ended in, excuse me, I went through a marriage that ended in divorce because of domestic violence. And I landed in a domestic violence shelter. I had no idea what I, I was doing. I just knew that I kept praying to God God, this is not the life that we jumped around about and we talked about and we prayed about and we shouted about there is something not in line with my life and i need to get there as fast as i can and even though this can be part of my journey this isn't my full story it can't be because there's too many things that say we we get an abundant life we you know jesus died so that we could have abundance and i want love and Finances and wealth and all of that in abundance because I've had pain in abundance. I think my track record for the, the the bad things I've gone through, I think I've piled up enough of that. And so, in the domestic violence shelter, I really, you know, just cried out to God to not only show me the path, but to give me enough strength to stay on the path. Because even when God shows you something, He He showed me years ago that I would impact women. This was before I was even in the domestic violence shelter. I would see things like, you know, me speaking on stages and stuff. And what people don't know about me is that I was terrified of speaking on a stage. (laughs) I could dance because I had been dancing for years. Dance came easy to me. But speaking... I'm five foot tall. I probably look tall in this picture, but five foot tall, I'm a middle child. And so it comes with a lot of intimidation. (laughs) And so, um, you know, just working through all of that fear and all of that built up anguish and just life Mm -hmm. circumstances led me to ask God, not just how did I get here, but how do I get out And how can I, how can I change my life for the better? And and he really did come to me and and pretty much say, You got you have to first of all heal. And I didn't even know what that really looked like at the end of the day. I just knew that I was tired of hurting. And so whatever Mm -hmm. the opposite of hurting. (laughs) was i wanted to choose differently i had to choose different men i had to choose different relationships whether it was male or female i had to choose to be around people who spoke the life that i wanted to live i had to walk away from people who were always um you know just downtrodden always talking bad always you know putting words into the i had to basically diminish my whole entire circle mm-hmm. except for one or two people <laughs> and really Find that life that I wanted. And I had a dream. Um, so so after I got a domestic violence shelter, and and you have to read the book. It's called Dealing with the Hand I Was Dealt. Um, but I saw myself in a library. And in the library, I said, Whose books are these? And I heard a voice say, They're yours. And I said, Oh, I must have a really big house. Cause this, it was a ton of books in there. And I said, No. Um, That's not it. And I was like, oh, someone must be somebody else's house. And so I woke up and I heard the voice say again, no, you wrote them. What? (laughs) I I wasn't a publisher. I wasn't anything that I would consider substance. I had worked in customer service for about 15 years. Not saying that a corporate job isn't amazing. We all need a job so we can eat. But I didn't find, I didn't feel like I had a purpose. Mm-hmm. So that me and my child could eat at the end of the day. That's really the only reason I did what I did is so that I would um, be able to drive. You know, just li- live. But oh, yeah, I it had any weight to it as far as me changing people's life. And so when I had, when I got that vision, it put me on a new trajectory to really find out. Okay, what is this all about? This is new. I have been an actress. I've been a singer. I've been a dancer, but now God, you're calling me an author. So I really set out to see what that was all about in six years. That was six years ago. So now we've added motivational author,
0: motivational speaker, publisher, and certified life coach. <laughs> Brandy, that's awesome. Because, but I'm, I just want you to know, and I know that you know this all already. I'm um, just because of our background. But your testimony is so powerful. Um, I can only imagine the. I guess maybe the feedback or the questions or the lives that you actually touch by being open and being transparent with where you come from and where you've been and to see someone that has come from that and come here, like you don't see that too often. You know what I mean? Cause a lot of people get lost in that that type of situation or those types of struggles. It's just kind of like when well, there's no hope. People don't know where to look for it. So they just kind of like, eh, it just is what it is. And they just get kind of stuck in that cycle and that pattern. So I commend you. I'm extremely proud of you. Um, that's just awesome. It's awesome. I'm very proud of you. You've come so far. I do remember a little bit about your your previous marriage. We don't have to get into that. But I do know where that where you were. And to see you now is like a total different person. It's a transformation. So I I'm happy for you. Um, what's the most challenging part of what you do? Ooh. Um I'll say the most
1: challenging part is that I have to read a lot of trauma. Um, and so I have to figure out how to disconnect from it because I'm a feeler, uh, what a lot of people would consider empath, um, healer. I'm, I'm all of those things. And so and knowing that now i used to think it was all mine like i'd be like why am i why am i feeling this way i feel horrible i got to go lay down you know <laughs> but mm-hmm. once i understood that i was really a um a gateway for people to heal i have to learn how to disconnect myself from people's stories and i get a lot of Tumultuous stories. Uh, the last, uh, I've had. You know, people left in the hospital at birth. I've had fathers who left and never came back. I've had rape and molestation stories. I mean, you name mm. it. I've published it, and I'm grateful that people come to me and trust me to help them birth their vision out into the world. And so, while it's challenging, I wouldn't give it up for the world. I've just learned how to heal. And, and grow and love at the same time instead of getting stuck, which is part of my story and how I help women to not be stuck because Apostle Ron said something a long time ago. And for those who are watching who may not know who Apostle Ron is, that was Redemption World Outreach Center many, many years ago. And he said, don't stop until you get what you're fighting for. I don't know if you remember mm. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And don't you stop fighting until you see what the fight was all about. And mm-hmm. not until you see what it was about, but you get what you've been fighting for. Nobody gets in the ring and then doesn't want to win. And then when they're in the ring, they don't know what the prize is when they're getting out the ring. And mm-hmm. I always remember that because it seemed like I was, just, every day I was just fighting for something. I was fighting. I'm like, why do I have to be the one <laughs> to fight every single day? I am not a fighter. If anybody knows me personally, I don't come in the room barking. Now I <laughs> me, I'm going to bark back. <laughs> but I don't just come <laughs> in the room, you know, starting a fire. But it was like the enemy and I'm not gonna say it was all the enemy because sometimes God will have to condition you to go through certain things. And we think it's all the devil because it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. going through weight training. Uh, my trainer said something to me yesterday. I asked him, is there anything that I can take to stop the burn before we work out? <laughs> anything. <laughs> it just hurt. And he said, actually the, the, the best way to handle this is to look for the burn and embrace the pain because mm. to get to another level faster. If you just go ahead and tell your body, "I'm in control," and we got to go to another level. And I said, that's exactly what I tell people about emotional <laughs> healing. And so I guess I'll have to take on the same, you know, uh, theory
0: in order mm-hmm.
1: to, to mold and shape my body. So I go to the gym on purpose. And he was, you know, there. You're tearing your muscles. So that they can heal and rebuild. That's mm-hmm. emotionally. We tear our, God tears our spirit. Something disappoints us. Something breaks our heart. We heal. And the next level is something more powerful than we could have ever imagined if we learn how to let that other thing go. It's not here. We don't have it anymore. We can weep and cry and shout and pout all we want to. And I'm, I'm, I raise both hands and tell you, I all the time. <laughs> but I get back up. I mm-hmm. shake just from my feet. We talked about a situation before I came online. At the end of the day, I only—I don't know how many days I have left. But I promise you, I won't spend them wondering why somebody left me mm-hmm. or wondering why I didn't get said door open in front of me. I'll go through the doors that are open in front of me. I pray about the doors that are not open yet. And I accept the doors that are closed because God may have very well closed them on my behalf. We just don't know everything. Mm -hmm. We know everything. We know nothing. I I tell my daughter that all the time. I said, we got Google. Y'all got not us, their generation. Y'all got Google, YouTube. We didn't have none of this stuff. I said, y'all got all this stuff and still don't know nothing. And I said, God knows about us that way. Like, y'all, yeah, I gave you the knowledge that you have, but you still don't know everything about the kingdom. You mm-hmm. don't know about the universe. You don't know everything about God. So the little bit of knowledge that you do have, take that with you and know that your days are numbered. I might be here for another 10 minutes. I may be here for another 50 years, 80 years, I hope. But if I only am here for another 10 minutes, I'd rather use it being positive, making a positive impact, trying to heal something that don't feel good or something. Mm-hmm. That and, and I ain't say happiness ain't gonna come every day because we're human. We have human emotions. We gotta fight this thing. But my trainer, t- and I, I love him to pieces already. I only been working out with him for like a month. But he said, you wanna fight and you about to lose, but fight anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. <laughs> but he said, you want to fight and you're going to lose today. But one day, the fight that you're in right now, you can't get past that 10th ab work. You can't get past that. He said, you'll look back and be like, oh, that was pieces of cake. <laughs> now I'm up to 50. I'm up to 60. And so wherever you are, know that God is not mad at you and all of these things are happening because you're just a horrible person. There's another level that you're supposed to go to. And this one is ending. That's why it feels so bad. But go ahead and go through the pain so that you can get to your purpose,
0: which is what my book is about. I love it. I love it. That That is like spot on that is spot on and i love the reason that i love it so much is because like we we do the same things but just in different aspects like you're you're doing it you know through through writing or through the books um and then i do it's, it's the same concept all the way around so i love it like i'm just like can you keep talking and I was- <laughs> but i am loving it brandy i thank you so much um moving a lot is there anything else that you want to share before i go on to the next question? No, go ahead, okay. um, what woman or women have inspired you?
1: Oh man, tons, um, but I'll give you my fair my first one is a woman that doesn't even have a name. She's just a woman in the Bible with an issue of blood. Mm. I've always loved this story because she bled for a long time I always get the number wrong it's either 12 or 18 but in any days bleeding is too long mm-hmm. um, but she bled for 18 years I believe and she finally decided she had spent all her money it says she spent all the money that she had she had went to every doctor she had made every sacrifice that was possible in their day and age. And you're not talking about a day and age where they had pads and conveniences and showers and, uh-huh. bath-, and bath salts and all the stuff that we can use to, they mm-hmm. was in the trenches. I don't know what it was like back then, but I can only imagine, and you could be stoned coming out the door. And she decided, she she heard Jesus was coming through and she said, you know what? I didn't try everything else. I might as well get to Jesus. And she took a chance, not only on she took a chance on herself, but she didn't have anything. She had she didn't have any money. It says she she was she didn't have any more money. All she had was her faith. And I don't know how many times I have been there where I said, All right, God. It's me and you. I ain't got nothing else. And you already know that I'm sure because <laughs> <laughs> you you're my provider, and the moment every time I try, I take a chance on me, I make it. Every time I stand back and be like, "Well, I'm gonna wait on such and such, and I'm gonna wait on such and such," it don't never happen. Mm-hmm. But we're gonna go with well, what what we got. She 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 walked out of her house or her hut or whatever they had, mm-hmm. and she crawled. She didn't walk high and mighty. She have her hair laid and her face beat. She didn't have none of that. All she had was, a, and she probably only had a little bit. We bleed for five to seven days and we be about to die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Say
1: that. What kind of energy did you even have after 12, 18 years? Did you even have any energy? She crawled because that's all she had left. We got every back to my other statement. We got all kind of resources still making excuses for why we can't get healed. I'm not saying that we hundred percent, but you should be better than you were last month. You Mm -hmm. should be better than you were yesterday because all she had was a little bit of faith. And she crawled her way to the answer, which was for her was Jesus. Now I would not I don't know if your platform is got any kind of religion to it. So whatever your whatever your place is of healing, you find that. You crawl there. What I there's some days I come in the door and all I want is my chair. I have a big chair in my living room and I'm like if I could just touch <laughs> the chair. You know, whatever your finish line looks mm-hmm. like. My company is called On the Right Track because God had to get my life in alignment first. And then I go help other people get in alignment, but it's not just getting in alignment. And that's probably your your line of work with holistic healing is that the goal for all of us is to get in alignment and get to the finish line and now finish line. But for that particular instance, Jesus was her finish line. And by the time she got to him, all she, she couldn't be up. It says she was in a crowd of people. Now remember she could be stoned for this. So Mm -hmm. She literally put her own life on the line and you put your life on the line. I put my life on the line. We're taking other people's problems in that could literally send us in a depressive state and suicidal thoughts and all kinds of stuff. But we put our life on the line because I just got a feeling if I keep going, I'm going to make it. Mm -hmm. She touched him in his garment and he said, "Who, who touched me? like all these people touching you so uh jesus uh you you do know that there's like a hundred people touching you and he said but it's a, it was a different kind of press and he said your heal, your faith has made you whole not money not another mm-hmm. person it's people always ask me how did you do it and i say i don't know i just kept going and eventually my faith made me well, because I just believed what God said about me. I just believed when I was sitting in that domestic violence shelter and they would come and ask me to pray for them. I'm in here with y'all, what, what I got. <laughs> and they're like, you got something that we need. It's something mm-hmm. you know, like you in here, but you're not in here. Like you here, your body here, but your attitude is different. Your countenance didn't fall. It fell sometimes. I was, there was some days I'd be like, ah, this is crazy. Why am I here? But once God started showing me that he was stripping me of all kind of stuff, he even took my hair. Like, and people like, well, you had a choice, did I? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> because I, you really don't. <laughs> you, 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 and let me tell you, this is really, this is, this is really a, this was very pivotal in the domestic violence shelter. Um, I was in the mirror, and I heard the Holy Spirit tell me to take my weave out. I think I was wearing a wig at the time. It's like take your wig off, give it to your mama, and go natural. Don't judge me. I do wear weave now, but that was that was ten years ago. So anybody watching, <laughs> like, are you being disobedient? Okay? No, I've I peeled, <laughs> but well, process. So he told me to take my wig off. Give it to somebody, give it to my mama, and go natural. I cried, real tears. Now it's a movement, it's mm-hmm. a thing. People got dreads, locks. It's we're coming into you know who we are. But that was the hardest thing for me to hear. I was like, uh-uh, I'll take the wig off. That's fine. Um, no no man's gonna be interested in me and my natural hair. Like nobody wants. That was something that I had believed mm-hmm. about myself that I was unappealing or unattractive without some kind of cover up, um, because as a kid, I used to do my own hair. I still do it sometimes now. And I got a lot of praise for that. I wasn't getting a lot of praise for a lot of decisions I was making in my life. But I knew that that was an area where people would big me up. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, "Cut! Your- what? I said, well, I'll give me some color but I'm not cutting my hair. And I was probably gonna have to cut about this much. My hair was about down here. And then I remembered also my ex-husband didn't want me to cut my hair. And so I was like, well, what if we get back together? He was like, well, don't worry about that. Don't worry about that right now. You just worry about you. So I went to Sally's to get some, some color because I was determined that I would color and I will wear my hair natural. I mean, I will wear my hair natural, but I wasn't gonna cut it that was like, I was going to have to cut all the perm and stuff out mm-hmm. oh, about this much hair left. And I was like, Mm-mm, I ain't doing that." And so I was standing on the aisle and another lady walked in beside me. And she said, what are you getting today? And I said, I think I'm going to put some color, maybe like a red or a burgundy ish. And she was, and I said, or oh, I might go natural. Um, And she said, well, you can go natural and color your hair. And I was like, I don't want that. <laughs> and, she was, and I said, um, I said, "What would you do?" And she took her hat off, and she was like, "Oh, I've been gone natural." <laughs> so, I, because I tell you, I did, I did my hair. My, I knew how to cut hair. I just didn't want to. So I went back to the the room, which, and I stood in the mirror, and I was like, "All right." We're gonna go through this p- cutting process. Cause when you sit in church for so long, you hear about God doing, you know, God's gonna send you through this cutting process. Okay, okay great. <laughs> i <clap> about it, <laughs> I'll out about it, laid at the altar about it. And when it happened, it's like, well, well, wait a minute. I didn't know what it was gonna be like you were gonna start taking stuff away from me that I love. Mm-hmm. Prophecy sounded, it sounded wonderful. It <laughs> sounded a little more fluffy when it came out than this pain that I'm going through. And so I cut all my hair off, went back to work. And at the time I was, uh, I had just got a job the day I got to the shelter, which is ironic, but you have to read the book to get all the details. But I got to work and my uh, friend at work, she looked at me and she was like, you're so gorgeous. She's like, I'm a, I'm a cosmetologist on the side. I'll shape you up today. Um, she's like, come by my house and I'll shape you up. And so she shaped me up and that was it. Um, and so that, that began my self-love journey. Now everybody's self-love journey looks different. And like I said, now I could throw it in, but I can do both. I can have weave. I can be natural. I can have makeup on. I can have no makeup on and, and I'm good with, mm-hmm. it. so um. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this this process is really um, it's a journey, and and I wouldn't tell anybody. I I, I wouldn't necessarily want to go relive it, mm-hmm. but um, I definitely know and understand that it's a journey. So that's uh, one of the main women that um, that inspires me, and Michelle Obama. I just love her. <laughs> Oh, Why why Michelle Obama? Cuz I I think everybody has different reasons so I just want to know your reason. Um Michelle Obama has this uh slogan <laughs> that when they go high, low, we go high. Mhm. And I grew up in a really petty family. And so <laughs> I didn't grow up with you no know, if they go low, I'm going low with them. <laughs> and so um you know she she's so poised and she's so classy um she's so elegant and you know as a black woman we don't have a lot of that in our uh in our in our eye gaze sometimes they and i'm pretty we out there but for Mm -hmm. some the narrative they want to push for us is wretchedness just to be honest um Mm -hmm. I like Michelle Obama. Um, she There's no time that I've ever heard about her or seen her where she wasn't exuding some kind of um, elegance
0: and class i love it i agree i agree and i I wanted you to share because i think um you sharing your perspective and how you view her will help help others that may not have that same view like oh yeah i can see that yeah so definitely um i don't know if i asked i don't know if i skipped this question um did i ask what do you do to stay balanced did i ask you i don't think i did so what i do to stay balanced is
1: Well, first, I journal a lot. Um, Most writers do have some kind of doodling pad of some sort, just, you know, writing out my thoughts. Um, I also make sure that I see a therapist of some sort. And when I say a therapist, I'm not talking about just a person to put my problems on, I go to a massage therapist. I go to a chiropractor therapist. I go to the gym therapist. <laughs> um, so a lot of times people only put therapy in a box of somebody that I can talk to. But mm-hmm. as I've grown, I've realized that there has to be a solution along with the coping. And so um, that's how I balance. I, I, I am very well aware of how I feel. Um, so if I'm sad, I go find the opposite. I go find something happy. I I plan something that's going to bring my spirits back up. Um, I used to feel like I had to stay there. So if you feel that way, you should stay there, right? Wrong. Go find the opposite. If you're feeling, Mm -hmm. go meditate, Um, go breathe. If you feel like your heart is not beating at the, the normal pace, go sit down somewhere and meditate and bring yourself back to your center. But if you don't, ever slow down long enough to even realize what you like and oh i found out what i liked and what i didn't like i am not a big tv watcher people will beg me to watch they be like why don't you watch tv because there ain't nothing on tv that tells a different story than the stories that i already mm-hmm. read so if i do watch tv i'm going to either watch a cartoon i'm going to watch something like cinderella or something really light and fluffy i'll watch something that's comedic but i will not watch shooting and killing I will not watch anything where women are being degraded, which is a lot of our TV. So what what is on TV that Mm -hmm. I'm I'm trying to change my spirit, but I'm just going to close the book and open the television (laughs) and get the same story? (laughs) To me, if that makes sense to you, then do whatever helps you to escape your reality. And I'm not talking about your personal reality. I mean, like work, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, Everybody got a different dynamic. I am actually in a season of my life where I don't have a, a spouse, a mate, and I don't have my child. So I'm in a season of being alone and it sounds magical, but it's not always fun. Um, some some days I do be like, oh, child, I'm glad I didn't have to come home and cook and cater to somebody else's needs because I need me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, okay with that. Some days I'll be like, man, it's quiet around here. But both days I was okay. Um, so I I mean I think I just I find the balance in knowing that we really do live in a world where every need that we have can be met by something or somebody. Mm-hmm. Just be careful about how you meet your needs. <laughs> because there's a painkiller for everything. Just be sure that the painkiller you choose don't kill you.
0: Indeed. Beautifully said. <laughs> Beautifully said. I have to make a meme about that one. <laughs> I'm telling you because there's literally you can
1: click on anything you want. If you want to laugh, you want to cry, you want to go somewhere, you want to you want somebody to come to you, you want to go to somebody, you want some food, you want some some you, the spa can come to your house, the paint party can come. You can literally get whatever you want delivered to your door. We live in a very dangerous world. Yeah. That yeah. Makes you want to be super disciplined and know where God wants you in your life. And what your alignment looks like, because mm-hmm. we really have access to everything. So if I have access to everything and I, everything ain't for you, though, <laughs> so that means you need to know what your track looks like. You need mm-hmm. to know what road looks like. You need to know what Leetra looks like, what her healing looks like and what my healing looks like are two different things. So don't mm-hmm. watch this and go, oh, I want to be like Brandy. I think I'll just go on her road. <laughs> And I want to be like a major, so I'm gonna do what she's doing. Don't become us because you're looking for you, mm-hmm. just be a better version of you. So yes. but, I mean, if you feel led to be in either of these industries, great. But I always tell people, don't look at, don't glamorize my life because it is not glamorous. I can promise you that I didn't pay the high price for who I am, and I wouldn't, I would not tell you to become who I am just for likes. Please mm-hmm.
0: say that. Say that. Like, like, I think it's um everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. That so. is, correct. <laughs> that is correct. Uh okay, Brandy, I love it. You have shared so much. I'm thinking, like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna have to go back and take some notes myself. Um, you have definitely poured into me today. So I, I know that you poured in to the ones that have jumped in and then had to jump back off for whatever reason. Um. Let me see. I want to make sure I cover everything. Yes. What advice do you have for other women who are wanting to step out of their comfort zone and do something that makes a difference? The
1: first thing I would say is ask yourself one question. Why haven't you done it? Nine times out of 10, it's going to be both of these answers. I'm afraid and I have a lack of resources. I'm afraid to do it or I don't know resources, meaning either you don't know or you don't have the money. There is no other excuse. Either you don't know or you don't have the money. You say, you know, but I don't have the money or I'm afraid. So those three obstacles start with the one that's the biggest. If you feel like the resources is the biggest, you're like, I got a little bit of fear, but I really, my fear is more that I don't have the money. Create the plan first. The Bible tells us to write the vision and make it plain. Writing is free. Go Dollar General, Dollar Tree. It costs you a dollar for a pen and a dollar for a piece of paper. That's free. Write your whole plan out. It says that he that reads it can run with it money is not always our problem. Sometimes our problem is that we won't do the first step, which is write it down because God could very well bring someone into your life that gives you the resources that you need. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember also Apostle Ron saying that um, somebody walked up to him and asked him what his debt was. And it was like, and he was like, I don't know. And the man said, well, God told me if you had a number to pay off your debt, but he didn't have a number. I don't know if you remember that story. I
0: was like, Uh -uh. I don't, but mercy.
1: (laughs) We had a a roundabout number and the man said, nope, God told me to only pay it if you knew it down to the dollar. And I think that's what he was talking about, financial increase and and wealth and stuff like that. And so a lot of times we have vision, we have these really big visions, but if no one can run with a vision, they can't see. Well, the first person that's going to see it is me. Mm -hmm. Mm I got to run with it. You're not going to run with anything. And even if you just have one step, don't keep you, don't allow yourself to keep you out of your next level because you keep talking yourself out of it. Because remember at the beginning, I told you, you don't know if you got 10 minutes or 10 years, but don't spend it standing still going, what if I can't? What if I don't? What if I don't have enough money? But what if you do? Mm -hmm. What if somebody does come along? Are you just going to allow those visions and dreams to sit there and just that it doesn't come out of thin air work and part of the work could be networking. So write out your vision, make it plain because that's free. And then on the, on the spiritual side, on the emotional side, conquer your fear of failure because that's Mm -hmm. the problem. And we we think, well, if I do this, what if I fail? And I think there's a, a quote that says, what if I fail? But darling, what if you fly? Mm. It's the time that you're not going to fail. What if this is the time that God's going to teach you how to get back up? One of the things that I love about training, we don't use a lot of weights. It's a lot of our own body weight. So we holding ourselves up on our arms. We're running, we're, you know, jumping jacks or whatever the case may be, my own body weight. So it, it's it's sometimes about the. It's, it's sometimes about how much you can handle so that God can get you to a next level. I worked in customer service for 20 years and all of those skills that I learned, they're not for naught. I use them when I have to talk on the phone to people. I told you I came from a very we low, <laughs> low, we, we low, and so, you know, <laughs> attitude with me, and they do, <laughs> you know, when people don't like what I said or whatever, um, I know how to deal with them in a professional manner where nobody's feelings have to be hurt, not on purpose. Right. Um, but, you know, so everything we go through you got to understand is part of the journey and nothing that we've gone through will be
0: wasted. Indeed. I love it. I love it, Brandy. All right. Beautiful souls. Um, If there's anything else, we are about to wrap this up. I'm going to let you share where everyone can reach you. But if there's anything else that you'd like to share, um, please, this is You have an open floor right now. And once you share and where people can reach you, we'll be signing out.
1: Okay, awesome. So I don't know where this will air. So (laughs) let's just say Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. They're all the same anyway. It's author Brandy Hunt. And you can also go to my website, brandyhunt.com. You can get a free book called The ABCs of Publishing. And I also have a workshop coming up June 26th in Spartanburg, South Carolina, and that information is also on my page.
0: Beautiful. All right, author Brandy Hunt and publisher. Thank you so much again for sharing your space, your time and your energy with myself and other beautiful souls. Thank you for being transparent. Thank you for bringing in clarity. And I'm pretty sure healing as well because you, you definitely mentioned some points that I can say for myself, like, hmm, I'm gonna have to go re-listen to that, maybe change some perspectives on some things. So I thank you again for what you poured into me today and what you poured into others. And we this will actually be on Spotify, Google, and Anchor Podcast um, by the end of today. So I do have one more thing. So okay. if
1: anybody that's been watching this that wants to publish a book, because that's my main thing, I do free consultations. I won't, charge, I won't cost you anything. You can either go to my website and schedule it at um, brandyhunt.com or you can email me at publish p-u-b-l-i-s-h. The letter U as an umbrella zero zero at gmail.com.
0: All right. And I'll actually collect all the information and I'll post that in our description so that everyone can have access to that as well. Again, I want to thank you again, Brandy, for coming on and sharing your space, your time, and your energy. Until next time, love and light, beautiful souls. Bye. Alright, beautiful souls, I want to thank you guys so much for joining us for another week's episode of Hashtag Women Inspiring Women Wednesdays with Miss Brandy Hunt, author and publisher. I hope you guys found at least one thing that you could take away from this interview. She was very transparent. She shared so much of herself with us today. She shared her testimony of how she was able to be a beacon of light, even in the midst of her own trials and tribulations. The benefits that it offers to be a publisher and an author and how she helps others with those same inspirations and dreams. She also shared with the most challenging part, of what she does regardless if you just look at her as a um an author or a publisher motivational speaker whatever the case may be at the end of the day she is a healer and she is helping other souls evolve and heal which is such a beautiful thing she shared um how she finds balance in her personal life along with walking in her purpose as well she shared who her inspiration was which was a beautiful story so if you didn't get to listen to it or you don't remember it make sure you go back and check Get out, she also gave some beautiful wisdom and healing advice to other beautiful souls that are looking to be an inspiration in their community. Um, be sure to check the description of this spirit cast to find out how you can connect and share energy or exchange energy with Miss Brandy Hunt. As always, it has been a pleasure, excuse me, it has been a pleasure sharing this space, time, and energy with Brandy and with you guys as well. I look forward to meeting up and exchanging energy with you guys again next week. Love and light and peace.